Okay, we are holding uh, towards the bottom of page Lamed Vav. We're almost at the end of the Mimer. Um, we're still discussing the idea of the avoid of Kriyashma. What is the true avoid of Kriyashma? And likewise, what is the true punishment, which is the Indian of Skila? Yeah? Oh, you're looking at me with these strong eyes because you're, you want to go and eat something. No, no, no. We'll talk about it, okay? We'll discuss it. So it says like this. Let's start from Vedugma Kazois Yesh Gamkem Belechem in Aretz. See that? In the old book, it's Mamish three quarters of the way down the page. Vedugma is the first word in the line. It says like this Vedugma Kazois Yesh Gamkem Belechem in Aretz. You also have the same idea in Lechem in Aretz. Found it? Got it? Okay, it says like this. That in general, arts is a concept of the mixing of good and bad. However, there are many differences, different levels of this. Or Right in the way of the mixture, the hadakos shebehem and the and the dakos and how refined it is. What is the same? What is equal amongst all these things is that they are mamish garments, namely, as much as you're going to see the gashmias, the gashmias is the garments. But no matter how you're going to slice it, what is giving over the energy? The energy is coming over from Elokus. That is coming through these intermediaries. And also the bracha, which comes from Hashem. You just need a kli where the bracha is going to live, it's going to dwell, it's going to come. Because like it says, a bracha cannot, cannot rest, cannot dwell in a place that is empty. Again, the same line again, keeps on bringing back this idea that Hashem's bracha is dafka in us being involved in the Gashmistic world. And that's the key line. The key to the whole Avaida of Avoda of, of Shema Yisrael that we're saying here is on the one hand, you need to be involved in the Gashmiistika world. There's no such thing as leaving the Gashmiistika world. That's that's not the that's not the objective here. But you have to realize that the entire Gashmiistika world is only a kli for the Abish's Bracha. That's it. That's the Nakuda. And to always be focusing on that. Yes, be involved. But realize that it's really only a place, it's a Kli for Hashem's Bracha. That's, that's, the, that's, the, key, that's the key thing that we're focusing in on. Person just needs to be involved in some sort of business, umaisesh yebok day, and that he should be involved in it in order that kadeshi 
right? She or she yumshach bo habracha v'hatzlacha v'elokis. In order that the habracha v'hatzlacha should come from Hashem. That's the idea. And that, as I've been discussing for the last few classes, is what's so hard. Because if the idea was just stay away from Gashmias, and that's where you're going to get Hashem's bracha, that would have been okay. Or if it says, you know, just focus on getting the best job and focus on getting the highest degree and the this and the that, that's also okay. But it's dafka that you have to be involved in the Gashmias, but realize that the bracha is coming from Hashem. That as much as you're going to work begashmias, it's not going to mean anything without the bracha. It has to be through the bracha of Hashem. That's how it has to work. Yeah? And we have to know that this is the main idea. This is the avoda of Kabbalah, of, of Kriyashma. That recognizing that it's all Hashem. It's all coming from Hashem. Every single aspect of the whole story. Hainu ha-bracha v'ha-tzlacha. Namely the bracha and the, and the success. Shema'ez Hashem. It's coming from Hashem. But the actual business itself, that's only a secondary thing, and that's what's so difficult for us to get into our heads. Right? So if that, a person realizes that, a person will not be mutrad, totally involved, totally sunk in the business. And all different types of trying to do different types of schemes, and all different types of tricks, right? In other words, instead you should give it over to Hashem. And things that are Shaykh Telokus, and Hashem will help him. Hashem will help him for it to work out. But on the other hand, if a person will make the business the main point. And he's going to forget about Hashem. In other words, he's going to focus mainly on uh, working on his career and focusing on how he's going to advance and all these things. And that's the main idea of what he's involved in. So then, So then, what is he doing? He's thinking in terms of the intermediary becomes the real entity. That becomes the real yesh. That's what he's making. And this is the same idea as Avodah Zarah. As crazy as it sounds, right? But this is basically what he's talking about, right? That Avodah Zarah, like we think of Avodah Zarah, as I've been talking about, as being like this, uh, you know, bowing down to this rock. That's not, that's not Avodah Zarah. I mean, that's Avodah Zarah too. But the real thing of Avodah Zarah is that you're thinking of something else as being an intermediary, as being the main thing that you're going to get more and more fakacht in it, and then it's going to help you. No, it's all coming from Hashem. And this is, this is, this is the difference. This is, this is the real avoider of, of uh, Krishna. Yeah? How is this, I feel it's already implied by Rav Tanya. Like, go on right now. It's already what? I feel like this whole concept is already implied by Rav Tanya. Like, what? This whole concept is the whole of Hasidus is this concept, but it's very, very hard for a person to live with it. The bottom line is that as much as you heard it, doesn't mean that it affects you. A person has to live with this concept. This is a voda of a person. Very, very hard a voda. Because, uh, because a person, we live in this world, and the whole world is screaming at us that it's not this way. And it's very hard for an effigy of Bahamias is to, uh, to really live with this concept. Yeah, for sure. 
Right? This is not a new concept. That's what I said. The same mimer, right? The Rebbe Rashab would say every year, every couple of years. Same thing again and again and again. Letaher, to purify the air. Because this is this is the real avoda of Hasidus. Right? The avoda of Hasidus is to live with this concept. And this is the hardest thing for a human being to do, basically. Because we, like I said, if it was about just disappearing from the world and just sitting there in a monastery, that wouldn't be so hard. If it's getting involved in the world and thinking the world is, that's also not so hard. It's the idea that you have to be involved in the world and at the same time to think and to realize that it's only Hashem that is causing everything to happen. That is extremely, extremely complicated for a person to really live with. Right? Every time that someone steps on your toe, that it's Hashem. Every time that a person doesn't get a good business deal or a person does get a good business deal, it's Hashem. Right? It's very easy. You know, it's much easier when, you know, he works very, very hard and all of a sudden, you know, he, he gets this deal. To recognize, no, the fact that he worked for 20 hours on this deal is irrelevant. It's really Hashem that's giving it to you. Right? Not to think for a second that it's your 20 hours. On the other hand, you need to make a vessel. So if you need to make a vessel, you need to work for 20 hours. But the 20 hours is not what did it. It's Hashem's bracha that did it. And if you would have worked... 21 hours, it wouldn't have been better. And if you would have worked 19 hours, it wouldn't have been worse. You know, in other words, it's very, very, this is, this is, this is very hard stuff. Yeah. The minute that you start to think about that, like, the business is what is giving you everything, um, even, even though you think about Hashem, that's when you start to, with your head, it becomes your main life. That, that becomes your life. Well, it's very hard for it not to be your life. In other words, think about it. If you were married and you had a few kids and you had to pay for a mortgage and you have to pay for cars and you have to pay for their, uh, their education bills, you're trying to figure out how is all this money going to come in. It's, you know, it's one thing when you're a bacha and yeshiva and you don't have anything to think about. You, know, you don't have to worry about anything. But think about it once you're going to be out there in the world and you're going to have to have a, uh, you know, you're going to have to provide for a wife and children and, and all the different things. Not going, not talking about going on, on vacation to Tahiti. I'm talking about paying for, you know, a, uh, you know, a, a Honda and a, or a Toyota, not a, not a Ferrari, and paying for, you know, paying for the kids to go to, uh, you know, Chabad schools. It, it adds up. It's very, very hard. And then you try to figure out how are you going to pay for this whole thing. It doesn't make any sense. You try to work harder, and you try to work, you know, try to do more, and you try to. This is this is not. Uh, nowadays to be alive is very expensive. I mean, probably always it was very expensive, you know, each one in, in its years. But Hashem made it that way. But this is, this is very, very complicated. And that's, 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 what's so, uh, that's what's so challenging about this whole avoida, right? Like I said, you have to be involved, but you have to also realize that it's Hashem. So this is it. So he says like this, so that is like the Indian of Vodazara. Because he really thinks that the mutzayim, the intermediaries, is the place where the hashpa is coming from. And that's why it's called, like uh, like we talked about last time, serving of Zara betahara in a pure way. In other words, in no way is he thinking that he's serving of Zara. That's not what he's thinking. Adarabah. He's thinking he's serving Hashem. Every day he puts on tefillin, every day he keeps kosher, he keeps Shabbos, he does, doesn't do work on Shabbos, right? He does all these things. This is what he's thinking. 
right? This is this is his this is what's in his mind. Nevertheless, right? He gives some sort of credence. This is called uh, serving of a zara batahara. Namely, that he's giving credence to the things that are giving over the sun, the moon, the constellations. So, in our in our terminology, it would be our IRA and our and the stock market and uh, my boss and my the business uh, marketplace and the, and the fair and, and all that and my store and what, you know. This, so, I don't think anyone is thinking that the sun. They're going to go to the sun and ask for you know the sun to 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 send him more or whatever or the moon. That's not what's happening. But he's certainly thinking that, right? That the stock market should go up, right? That that for sure he's thinking, right? Or that uh, you know that his boss should give him a raise. That for sure he's thinking. Yeah, that's 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 a different story. What's the hishtachave? The hishtachave is not that he's bowing down to the, the computer screen, uh, that he's hoping that, uh, that the stocks are going to go up. That's not, what he's, that's not what it is. But it's instead, it's the idea of putting his brain and his thoughts into it. Be'iun sichlo. With the depths of his brain, with the depths of his intellect, ba'maka, with in 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 like total like you know in total um, like that's what's consuming his mind. And then he winds up bending. Bending means kaifa, right? Like, right? He's bending down. Kol kamaso, his whole height, his whole his whole stature. Meaning what? From his what's the whole stature of a person? From his will to his action. Namely, he he becomes totally involved and busy in his business. Right. That's what be, that's what he winds up doing. He's thinking about it, and he's putting his rotson into it, and he's running around in his car, making trying to make this deal and that deal, and he's doing this and he's doing that. Right. And that becomes his whole his whole matthias. This is the same idea as bowing down. Begashmis is bowing down beruchnis because he's he's bending his whole being to this. This is completely the opposite, right? Of the idea of the yichud and the achdus Hashem. Now, so what's what's the What's the punishment? The punishment is skila. Shuba Evan. What's skila? Skila is with a stone. So how what is that? How does that come out? Now obviously people are not being, you know, getting stones thrown at them. But how does it come out? It comes out in a way that his heart becomes like a stone. Namely, when he tries to now sit down and think about Hashem and be Mizbain and meditate on it. He's not able to. She's pile benafsho benafshi, right? That he should be able to be impacted and affected by spiritual things. What happens is that his brain and his heart become all, uh, all like, um, like metamta. Uh, metamta means like, like made into blocked up or like stupid. Like a person just becomes like he can't think. He can't think. He can't feel. He doesn't feel anything. He doesn't do anything. 
right? And he becomes a person who's not even a kli for alokus. So therefore, when it like it comes a time that he really does want to come close to Hashem, like on Shabbos and Yantav, that he does want to daven, the kavana bis bonus with the bonus bis iris alev and arousing him he's not able to right in other words you can't just turn it on and off because this is what he's put himself into so he becomes very blocked up that's the problem here and that's that happens to many of us right because we don't realize that that like let's say that person doesn't have <laughs> I hear this from time to time he's not so excited about learning Gemara or he's not so excited about learning Hasidus or he's not so into it the question is how could that be it's like a person saying to himself oh I'm not so excited about drinking water or anything what do you mean you don't you don't you're not excited interested in drinking a human being is made in a way that he needs to drink right that's the way. That's the. That's the way he's made. He has to drink. He has to eat. Not drink alcohol. I'm talking about drinking, like just drinking water, you know, to hydrate himself, or he just doesn't feel like eating. What are you talking about? You don't feel like eating, like you never feel like eating. So you'd think that that's something that there's something wrong with this person. God forbid, a person. There are people like that that they can't that they can't eat, and they have to go to hospital for you know all different types of treatments because of this. Because you can't survive in this world without eating. God forbid. You know, it's a terrible disease that people have. And it's a, and so the same thing here. We have a godly soul. Right? So the godly soul's nature is that it wants to learn Gemara. It wants to learn Hasidis. It wants to daven to Hashem. The person sees in himself, he doesn't have a cheshek. He doesn't have a desire to learn. The fact that he doesn't have a desire to learn is not... Is, is not normal. It's a symptom to a bigger disease. Right? In other words, it's not normal that a person shouldn't want to... Uh, I've decided, you know, for the next five days, I don't, I, I'm just not interested in, in eating anything. What do you mean? It's just, like, even if you want to go on a diet, everyone wants to eat. It's just the way God made human beings that they need to eat. Or not just human beings, animals. Everything needs to eat. Everything needs to drink. It's just the way he created it. So same thing with a Jew. Created a Jew that he should want to learn, he should want to... David. The fact that I don't have that desire, or I sit down with the Gemara and I'm like not interested, right, is a symptom to a disease that I have. The symptom is that I'm not interested, and that I'm not excited about learning more. The disease is, is that I'm blocked up, right? In other words, my Nefesh of Ahamias is so strong in me that it's caused me to not be interested. So therefore, I realize that I have a disease here, right? That's, that's what he's saying. And that's what it means. That's the punishment. In other words, because I've given so much credence to things outside of Hashem, so Hashem has given me a disease. My disease is that I am like a stone. In other words, I'm like a stone to the things that I naturally should be like lavishing towards. I should be you know, running towards. <laughs> It's, and so people think, oh, I'm going to get punished uh, with, uh, you know, this or with that, with that. This is the greatest punishment. The greatest punishment is, you know, for like, let's say, you know, what's a punishment for, 
for you know you, you try to give children like try to give them punishments that is going to try to awaken them their minds that they should be able to recognize that this is not good for me right that this is this is the issue this is this is the same thing here this is the punishment the punishment is that i'm not interested in in yiddishkeit not that i've god forbid i'm going to ever you know i'm going to not put on tefillin or i'm not going to keep shabbos oh i do those things but what's really my kach is not yiddishkeit that's a punishment it's a, it's a symptom to a disease that I have. What's the disease? The disease is skila, is getting stoned. That's the idea. With things that are spiritual. He can't, he can't open his mind up to meditate about Hashem. So that he should be impacted in his soul. Right? Um, that what's happening is right, that he is shemitamtem, that he's totally blocked off. And he doesn't, he, he becomes not a kli at all to Elokus. Even at the times that he says, he wants to come because of the tremendous amount of shikui, shkia means here like he's sunk into, like he's drowning in the weekdays in his business, that he thinks of this as being the main point. So so it becomes blocked up his brain and his heart till he becomes not a cliche that he's not a cli for like grasping godly things that's slow right and for sure he you know it's like he can't grasp a, an idea like he can't get become fixed in his head something He's not shaykh to being aroused and being affected in his heart. He's like, he's like a, a, a stone, an animate stone. That he's not feeling anything at all. So a person has to look at himself when he feels, you know, and we do sometimes feel not as tuned in. Sometimes we feel we're not so interested in learning, we're not so interested in davening, we're not so interested... So a person has to say to himself, why is that happening to me? Right? If a, stomach, if a person is not want, does not want to eat, so he thinks to himself, why don't I want to eat? Oh, he has a stomachache. Oh, because he has a stomachache. So, so he thinks to himself, why do I have a stomachache? What, what did I eat last? Or what didn't I eat last? Or, you know, maybe I had something bad or something, you know. Or, you know, I have a headache, God forbid. So he thinks to himself, why do I have a headache? <laughs> you know, maybe I, I, I'm dehydrated or maybe I, you know, I did something... In other words, when you see a symptom, you have to, you always, every single person thinks to himself, why do I have this symptom? Right? So, uh, so he, same thing here, Baruchnius. He's saying to us that, well, that these are symptoms. When I'm not interested in learning Gemara, when I come late to Gemara Seder because I'm not so excited or I'm not so uh, tuned in or I'm not so excited to look Davin or I'm not so excited to do anything but Ruchnius, so I re- have to realize that that's a symptom. The same thing that is, as having a stomachache, right? So why do I have this stomachache? Anyone that gets angry, it's as though he is serving a Vodazara. So even though anger, it branches out, mistaif means to branch out from the heat 
and the fire, Beresichas Hadamim, his blood is really boiling. That's that's similar to the idea of like killing. Right, but really the cause is coming from right his gaiva from his arrogance. Because really the person, why does he get so angry? Because he is really a big, uh, you know, I shouldn't really speak about him. I speak about myself. Everyone should say, you know, when you learn these types of memoriam, you have to learn it in first person. You say that because I am a big yesh and I have a lot of arrogance and therefore I get very, I miskayas. Miskayas is a reflexive verb. I make myself angry that when things are not going the way I wanted them to go. Right? I wanted it to go this way, and you did that. So you went against my will. So I'm going to get angry at you. Oh, or maybe that it's pogeya, it's like uh, you're, you're touching on my, on, my glo- on my honor. You're not giving me enough uh, honor. You're behaving in such a way that, you, you know, it's like, come on, you have to realize who you're talking to. Uh, you're talking to a great, a great person here, and when you talk to a great person, you speak to in, in a much more dignified manner. What kind of business is this? Because he looks at himself as being a very big deal in himself. He himself becomes like the avodazara. That's equal. The gasus ruach like avodazara. Right, because what's Avodah It's like he makes himself into a big yesh, into a something. He separates himself from 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 davar. And this idea of this arrogance that he thinks of himself as being a yesh or a davar. Right, who are Avodah Zara mamish? This is a mamish Avodah Zara. This is the reason for his anger. When something goes against his will, or someone cheppers with his kavod, right? Namely, that he thinks of himself as being a very honored person, and the person is talking to him, is not talking to him with the right respect. And or that what he's thinking about is really just what's in it for me. In other words, everything in life, he's always thinking, what do I get out of this deal? What do I get? What what why should I do this? Why what am what am what am I gonna, you know, uh what am I what's my reward for this? And therefore he has this unbelievable desire for anything that's good for him. What's in it for me? What's good for me? Why do I... Right? And therefore, anyone that is basically attacking my, my rotten, right? I'm going to get angry. Right? And I'm going to get very frustrated with this person. That he, how dare he treat me like this? Or how dare he act in this manner? Let's say the opposite, though. Let's say that a person looks at himself that he's shuffle, that he is uh, lower than other people, right? And he doesn't have this all these desires for himself. 
So then he'll never, he has no desires, he has no, it is what it is. So it comes out from this that the anger is just a branch from his gaiva, his arrogance. And why, why does he act like this? Because it's just a feeling, right? He only wants what's good for me. That's what it is. He only wants what's good for me. I need what's good for me. Right? And we see that what? That this lifting up of myself and this gaiva, this arrogance, it's the opposite of bitub metzias, which is the yud, the chachma. Right? That's what we're talking about when we say the Krishna Shalomita. When we say, right, in the yud of the Shem Havaya. Right, the shame of Ayah, the yud of the shame of Ayah is in of Chachma. Shu dafka bechinas heder hergashes atzma legamrei kiyadua. It's a lack of feeling of self. Velachen a pagam bezem megia lebechinas yud the shame of Ayah. So therefore, someone who is pagam, he, he makes a blemish. Yeah. In this, is mamish making a pagam in the yud of the shame of Ayah. Va'oinchos skila. Now we see that his punishment is skila. He becomes like an Evan Daimim. Bilti is Klal. He doesn't get affected at Klal at all. Megilialokus from the revelation of God. Right, Ruchni. And this is a spiritual death, Rahman Namely, it's based on his sin. That what? It becomes the opposite of bitula lukus. So let's go back. Okay. So what have we said here? What we're saying here is like this. We're saying that that a person that is off in terms of his <coughs> excuse me, in terms of his avoda of Krishna. What is avoda of Krishna? Avoda of Krishna is Ainon Milvado. There's nothing else except for Hashem. Everything else is a mamutza. I'm putting everything into Hashem. That's with God, with regards to everything in life, whether it's our business, whether it's whatever it is, everything. So a person, right, everything that happens is, like we say, mida keneged mida. And therefore, since I am not uh, giving the credence to Hashem that I'm supposed to be giving, so then I get punished. What's my punishment? My punishment is skila. What's skila? Skila is like a stone, Right? So how do I get skila? What? How does it? How does it manifest itself? The way it manifests itself is that I don't have excitement towards Yiddishkeit. I don't have a desire to learn Gemara. I don't have a desire to daven. I don't. I'm missing in these most important areas. So a person doesn't feel like, oh, I'm 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 now stoned. I'm now uh, punished. I'm not. No, that's not what he feels. He just goes on with his life. He gets more and more involved in trying to figure out his business and try to figure out how he's going to get his car and how he's going to get this and go to. A person has to look at the symptoms. What's going on? I'm not coming to Hasidic class on time. I'm not coming to Gemara. I'm not having an interest in it. I'm not, you know, kaching and doing Chazara. I'm not kaching and learning more. I'm not kaching. Uh, why is that the case? Uh, it's natural for a Jew to want these things. The fact that I'm not more involved in these things is a problem. The question is why? Why is this happening to me? This is the answer. This is why it's happening to me. 
So I have to recognize that's on one hand. The second hand that he added towards the end of the of the mimer is this idea of getting angry. So why does a person get angry? So I get angry. A person has to say to himself, I get angry because I have certain expectations. When those expectations are not met, so then I feel like it's appropriate to lash out, right? Because it's not what I was expecting. And because it's not what I was expecting, so therefore the answer to that is lash out in anger. But really, if I, if I really, if I really uh, dissect it more, I recognize that that is not an appropriate way of behaving. Really, the appropriate way of behaving is that I have to be bitl. And I have to focus more on being shuffle in front of everyone as opposed to being gaivadik in front of everyone. Oh, he didn't give me the right honor and he didn't do this and he didn't do that. This is, this is a person, this is how a person has to be. Again, it's not recognizing Hashem in the deal. It's recognizing me in the deal. So this is what I have to work on. The person, these, this is the avodas Hashem. <clears throat> and all of this is, is punished by skila, which is a death in spirituality, right? Because really my life is, if I'm sitting and wanting to learn all day, and I'm sitting and I'm wanting to daven all day, and I'm sitting and I'm, I'm kaching in these things. If I'm kaching in these things, I'm alive. I'm not cocking in these things because I want to play, uh, you know, games on my phone or I want to watch a football game on my phone or I want to, uh, you know, uh, do uh, watch a movie on my phone or stuff like that. It's a raya that I am, it's, I'm in the wrong place. That's the proof. And therefore, I have to change myself. So I have to look at the symptoms. I have to see what is it, where is it coming from and I have to fix myself. And that's the end of this uh, this mimer. Now, what we're going to do, Mitzvah Hashem, tomorrow, we'll start. The last paragraph is just tying it into the, you know, to that week of dealing with the uh, dealing with uh, sukkahs. We'll go on to the next mimer in the, in the Hemshech, and we have to now continue with the second letter, which is the Os Hey, right, of Hashem's name, and what does that have to do with? So we'll we will Mitzvah Hashem uh, continue uh, tomorrow.